are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Certainly an individual that's not even born again could receive divine healing. Sometimes they can receive it much easier than an individual that's been born again and walking in known sin. Now it's always, I believe the scriptures teach us, it's always God's will to heal when the conditions are met. And I think ultimately is the will of God that all people live in health. Now let's go to John, the fifth chapter. John's gospel, the fifth chapter. There's something interesting here. Let's start with verse 2. Now there is at Jerusalem a sheep market, a pool, which is called the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, and of blind and withered, and waiting for the moving of the waters. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool, troubled the waters, and whosoever then first, after the troubling the waters, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie, knew that he had been now a long time, in that case he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Now here's another method that Jesus used to bring healing to the sick. If you notice, it says nothing about touching this man. He spoke the word to him. See, the faith and boldness of others can sometimes spark and ignite the faith that is in the individual. Now, I want you to notice that here's a man been there. He's been this way 38 years. And there's just one season of the year, the angel came down and troubled the waters. Now, he's just got one chance in all of this multitude of ever getting in that pool and getting healed. But he's been there for a long time. Now, he really wanted to be healed, didn't he? I mean, if he's laying out there crippled like that for all this time. And when Jesus walks up to him, he said, Wilt thou be made whole? Now, he didn't ask him if he wanted to be. Sometimes we misunderstand what he said. He didn't say, Do you want to be made whole? He said, Will you be made whole? There's a difference in somebody that wants to be and somebody that will be. See, it was an act of his will. He might have wanted to, all right. But if he just wanted to and wasn't willing to obey the command of Jesus, he'd have still been crippled when he died. Jesus said, wilt thou be made whole? Well, you know what the fellow did. He started talking about his problems immediately. But then Jesus said to the man, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately he was made whole. Took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Jesus always got in trouble on the Sabbath day. (laughs) Now here the guy goes, now I want you to get this picture. Because here's a man that's been crippled for 38 years. He's lost all hope, evidently, of ever being healed. He has a grow worse image in him. And he's laying there and Jesus comes along, a man that he has not seen, never seen him before. He walks up there and said, will you be made whole? He said, well, yeah, if I had a man, I would, that could get me in the pool. Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. The old boy just gathers up his bed, loads it on his back and starts home. And he's walking through the temple 
And the Jews stop him and say, Now, it's the wrong day to carry your bed. <laughs> and he said, But the fellow that healed me told me to carry my bed. They said, Who was this guy? And he stops and I can just see him scratching his head and thinking. He said, You know, come to think of it, I don't have any idea who the guy was. Never saw him before. Now get this. Here's a man that's been laying there crippled. He's been that way 38 years. Some guy walks up he don't even know and said, Rise, take up your bed and go home. And he just gathers up his bed and starts home. And has no idea who he is. He has no idea he's ever healed anybody. There was something about the words of Jesus that ignited the faith that was in that fellow. And he just gathered up his bed and went home. But now we can read and study the Word of God and find out that Jesus heals the sick. And that the doctrine of the laying on of hands is one of the fundamental doctrines of Christ. And we can study and find out that faith has something to do with it. Turn with me to Mark, the fifth chapter. Let's begin with verse 22. Behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet, fell at Jesus' feet, and he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Now notice, evidently, here's a man that has heard that Jesus and has probably been in some meetings where he laid hands on the sick. And he said, if you come lay your hands on my daughter, she'll live. And Jesus went with him. And much people followed him and thronged him. A certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, had suffered many things of many physicians, spent all she had, was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Now listen to what about this woman. Here's a woman that has had this problem for 12 years. She spent all of her money. She might have been rich at one time. She got no better. In fact, she got worse. So she's got to grow worse image. Wouldn't that develop that kind of thinking in you? If everything you tried, you got worse. And she comes up behind Jesus while he's going to Jairus' house. And here she is saying, if I may but touch his clothes. Verse 28, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Now the Amplified says she continually said that. Now notice the confession of her faith with her works of going to touch Jesus' garment brought the manifestation of the healing power of God in her behalf. She went for the purpose of being healed. She said everything else has failed, but this will work. Now, why was she doing, going to touch the hem of Jesus' garment? See, in the book of Numbers, God told them to sew a fringe around the border of their garment. That fringe was to remind them of their covenant with God. That's what she was after. She said, when I touch that hem that is symbolic of the covenant, I'll get my healing. Now, there's some strange things involved here that maybe sometimes we don't understand. That Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue is the very man that can have this woman stoned to death for doing what she's doing. She took her life in her hands to get out in public like that. Because under the old law, which they were still under, 
she could be stoned for being in public in that condition. And when she gets to Jesus, the man that has the right to have her stoned is standing right there by Jesus. Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue. So she slipped up behind Jesus. She touched the hem of his garment. For she had said, if I but touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. Now what she did, she changed that girl's image by her confession of faith. She confessed what would happen. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? The disciples said, Well, what do you mean who touched you? Why, there's thousands of people crowding around you. A lot of people touched Jesus. Some of them just touched him to see if any sparks would fly. Just to see if anything had happened and nothing happened. But when the touch of faith came, immediately he felt the power of God flow out of him into this little woman. And you notice what happened. She said, when I touch his clothes, I'll be restored to health. She said it. She went down through the crowd and she did it. And then she received it. And the last thing that happened was she felt it. See, she got her healing before she felt it. The last thing that happened was she felt better. And sometimes we want to feel it. Somebody said, well, I'll believe it when I feel it. Or I'll believe it when I see it. Well, God doesn't do any credit business. You've got to believe it first. You believe, you receive. And see, she programmed herself to believe that by the confession of her faith. And thank God she did receive her need met. Now, as they go on down, the Bible says that she testified and told them all the truth. Now, that's how they found out that she'd been that way for 12 years. They had a testimony service. And she told about everything that happened in them 12 years. Now, see, that's taking time. They'd probably had an hour's testimony service there. And Jesus is on his way to heal Jairus' daughter. And then the runner comes and says, Jairus, don't trouble the master any longer. Your daughter's already dead. Listen to what Jesus said. He turned to Jairus. As soon as he heard that, he turned to Jairus and said, Fear not, only believe. Now let me show you something. He said, Jairus, this is not the time to start trying to make faith confessions. You'll get in fear if you do. You'll get in strife if you start talking. Because he could have said, if you hadn't stopped and healed this Baptist lady, you'd got there in time to heal my little daughter. <laughs> but he didn't do that, see. And Jairus didn't say a word. See, he rested in what he's already said. He said, if you come lay your hands on my little daughter, that she may be healed and she shall live. And Jesus said, fear not, only believe. Don't do anything but believe what you said. You see, sometimes we make a mistake. When it looks like things are not working out, we change our confession. Jesus said to Jairus, believe what you've already established. Because you see, your faith is not always the same level. When faith is high, he established this. Jesus, you come to my house, lay your hands on my daughter, she'll live. But then the runner came and gave the bad news. And he was tempted to do otherwise. But Jairus didn't say a word. And Jesus went right on down there and got his little daughter raised from the dead. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Now, all of this week, we have CD offer number 7117. It's entitled, The Laying On of Hands. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. 
Now, when we talk about the laying on of hands, sometimes people say these people think they can heal somebody. No man can heal you. But this is a biblical method of receiving healing by the laying on of hands. In Hebrews, the sixth chapter, it is listed as one of the fundamental doctrines of Christ, the laying on of hands. And you see it all through the Bible that Jesus laid on hands and the sick were healed. You find that the Apostle Paul laid his hands on people. The Apostle Paul had hands laid on him, and his blindness disappeared, and he received his sight. In the sixth chapter of Mark, you will find that Jesus went into his own hometown, and the scripture says he could there do no mighty works because of their unbelief. Now, somebody said, you mean Jesus couldn't do any mighty works? One translation said he tried to, but he couldn't because they believed that he was the carpenter's son. They knew him. He was common knowledge to everybody that he was a carpenter. They saw him build in a barn with his father, probably, and they said he couldn't be anointed. But when there was not much faith, he ministered by the laying on of hands. It says he laid his hands on a few sickly folks. There wasn't much wrong with them, and they were healed. So when faith is low, it seems that Jesus used the laying on of hands as the method of healing the sick. And it was actually their faith that drew that anointing out of him and caused healing to come. That's offer number 7117. It's entitled the laying on of hands. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the devil is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.